Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. We're talking real money. Hello again, friends, listeners, and countrymen. I'm Don McDonald, or international denizens of the Talking Real World podcast universe. I am Don McDonald, along with my dear friend and co-host for life, Tom Cock. We're like bonded, apparently. And we are here to do what few have done before. That is, try to make money understandable to hmm, tell you the truth about money and investing and those kinds of things because no not many people are particularly not those on wall street or uh hartford street or you know the insurance companies or main street in the uh, brokerage offices they're just not telling you the truth they continue to tell you that they can know what the future is going to hold, that they believe and you should react to the news of a depression or a recession or a a rising rates or falling rates or the stock market's going to go up or the stock market's going to go down, that somebody somewhere can predict the future. And among all of that cacophony are the occasional voices of sanity. And one of the greatest of those is the man who wrote a random walk down Wall Street, Mr., as Tom calls him. I'm not going to put the Rolling Stones song in there, so don't ask me. You're not going to put the Beast of Burton, Malkiel, in there? Not going there. I was so looking forward to it again. Yeah, he was. I'm waiting for the slings and arrows, and it ain't going to happen on this show, so sorry. (laughs) We're talking about... Bert Malkill, who is also, by the way, Professor Emeritus of Economics at Princeton. You mentioned a random walk down Wall Street. He's also the chief investment officer of Wealthfront. And he's a guy who tells it straight because you know what? Yeah, he works at Wealthfront, but he's got nothing to sell you. He's That's just trying thing. to give it the straight skinny. And, and he just when he hears what goes on out there in the world. Outside of his academe, he just says, what the heck? So, I mean, you know, everybody came into this year with some sort of S&P 500 forecasts. And he said, everybody said it's going to be a stock pickers market. What does Burton Malkill say? That's useless. And it's the wrong way to think about investing. Nobody knows what the market's going to do in the short term, which I absolutely 100% love. I love reading it. I love saying it. Um, he singles out Bitcoin as absolutely dangerous in my in, in pardon me absolutely it's still in my view a real danger. Most mm-hmm. people are going to lose their shirts. He added, and uh, I love what he said about Bitcoin. This is not a useful currency. Its only uses are to hide things from the government and for ransomware. I don't want to go in and buy my Starbucks coffee in the morning with Bitcoin, which might be forty five thousand dollars one day and forty thousand dollars. The next. And then, Don, in a comment that you will absolutely love, this and this is so spot on. I wish every investor would take this to heart. 
Not only do I think you can't predict the stock market, but neither can the market. The Federal Board of Governors or economists can tell you if we're going to have the recession. I don't have any idea, and neither does anyone else. He finalized, he closed this out, which is something we've been saying for decades, because you hear more and more, oh, I can't make it in the world. I can't retire. Sure you can. And Malkill reiterates, regular saving, even for people of very modest means, can get you a wonderful retirement portfolio. The American dream is not over, he added, which I think those are great words for any investor to hear, to take heart to think, yeah, I don't have to start a great business and get profit from that. I can be a regular saver. I invest properly. I tune out all this noise, which uh, is another topic for another day, the wonderful film done by uh, Earl Morris about dimensional funds. But this is absolutely the kind of advice, you know, that frankly, we've been spewing for decades, but we need to hear it on a regular basis from guys that have studied this over and over and over who see what is going on out in the world and says, stop the insanity. I love it. Well, the fact is, I think that a lot of people know, I think they know that they, if they invest regularly and have a plan, I think they're starting to get that they can retire comfortably. I don't think the bulk of the problem lies with people not believing that they can create a comfortable future. I think it it resides in the realm of greed. And I believe that Wall Street brokers, brokerage firms are more guilty of this than probably anyone, uh, of, of, of fueling that powerful emotion of greed. It's not just enough to be comfortable in the future. No, 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 no. I must win. I must get wealthy and I must do it quickly. So there must be somebody who can tell me how to do that. When in reality, the evidence studied by guys like Burton Malkiel and Ken French French and Eugene Fama and Harry Markowitz and uh, uh, Myron Scholes and uh, uh, Bill Sharp, all of it, These are all Nobel Prize laureates or professors, academics. Every single one of them says the same darn thing. And we think you you can't get rich quickly with any consistency. Can it happen? Sure. Because you got lucky? Yeah. Have people won the lottery? Yeah. Yeah. Or they've started a business that turned into Facebook? Sure. I mean, or what? that that's an element of luck, right? Mark Cuban really ended up with most of his money by making one good bet on, I think it was broadcast.com. Sorry, Mark, the rest of it doesn't look as good. But this always gets down to, for me, because we're trying to tell you where you should listen, who you should pay attention to. Burton Malkill is a disinterested, white paper-reviewed academic. He is in the business of looking at the numbers, not listening to the crap that's out there every day, not saying, oh, this looks really bad. We may not get through this year because of X, Y, or Z. He's in the business of looking back as far as he can, saying, here's how stocks have acted. Here's how bonds have acted. Invest properly. Keep your costs low. Be tax smart. Not not doing everything about taxes. Be smart about it and forget about the rest. Control your emotions, though. Because you must avoid fear and greed. 
because those two emotions will drive you to destroy your financial future most of the time. Again, can you get lucky? Well, Tom, you know, he he went to Vegas. Sad to say he didn't get lucky. I don't think um, that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah that's you know, true. I, it was funny. He, he didn't come home with a million dollars. And, uh, but here's another well, thing. When you, you bet 22. Yeah, it doesn't really, I'm not, I'm not off. much of a wager guy. Uh, I did place a big bet on uh, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. So, um, winning but, the Super Bowl. No, wasn't Are that. They? <laughs> whether they'd get engaged this year. Uh, no, so oh my gosh, I, if, if I win this one, it's going to be betting on pop culture. <laughs> you can bet on anything. Here's another one to add to your list that I think Burton would agree with. And that is accepting market returns. Too many of us want to get Eat. something for nothing. Mm-hmm. Too many of us, you mentioned a quick dollar. Too many people think, well, if I get this right, that's what investing is all about. And he's going to say, absolutely not. Investing is properly arraying your assets so that you get the returns of stock markets, which have been great. If you can make seven, eight, nine, do I dare say 10 a year for a long period of time? That is compounding. And again, that requires what you just said, Don, forgetting all the emotions, because there are times in the spring of 2020 when it looks like the world's coming to an end because we've never faced a pandemic before. And there are times like 1999 where it looks like you can bet on a company that delivers a can of Coke free to somebody's office because it's all online and that's going to revolutionize the world. Right. You could do either way, fear or greed. And that's what costs people. So accepting the market like returns, getting rid of this notion of Something for nothing or making a quick dollar are two very important parts as well. And stop looking at people as uh, prescient, omniscient, predictive, powerful. In an interview I saw with uh, with Bloomberg with with Burton Malkiel, he 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 was asked if there were any special, talented people out there, and he goes, "No, there are people who have." exhibited what appears to be talent, they've done very well, hedge fund managers, fund managers from time to time, but he attributes it either to one of two things, luck or nefarious behavior. Now, you've said that before. I believe you have a book about that somewhere, right? I, it's there, there are three ways right. to make money. Yeah, You can work really hard, and I'll put like, uh, Jeff Bezos in that category. There was some hardworking guy, hardworking yep. guy mm-hmm. made a lot of money because he worked his tail off. He worked uh, so hard that he had no social home life. He was working constantly. Uh, Elon Musk, he lives at his plants. He's he's a he's a workaholic. Whether he gets the fifty bill from uh, the company or not, yeah, I guess one way or the other. <laughs> uh, then then there is uh, there's there are those who just get lucky. Your parents were wealthy. You inherit their money. Did you earn it? No, you were a lucky baby. Uh, People who, who, unlike Tom, won big in Vegas. Uh, And then the last one is the cheaters. Stephen Cohen was a cheater. There are people out there that cheat. They get, and some get away with it. Some do not. Sure. Absolutely. And then you can mix and match those to come up with variations on the theme. But those three, I've said this, I, I, for 15, 20 years now. Those three are it. There if, is if no other way to make anything money. fits into one of those categories. Everything pretty clear. fits into yeah, one of those categories. That. So I think it's brilliant. So thank All right, you, now Burton. we have questions. Yes, I'm yeah. going to go ahead and say, I hope it's okay. I want to be his beast of Burton. There you go. Does that feel better? 
So yeah, you know, now that you did it, I thought it would. I got more excited about it than I probably should have. Because, <laughs> like most things at this yeah, age. It's just, it, tu- it, turned it out sounded bit, really it good. Turned, but It turned out being a bit disappointing. It's like uh, having two two glasses of alcohol now. And yeah, then the what first one is so good. I know. Like, and oh, the I second one, you go, right, did I need it? No, I really And then it, not so much, yeah. Yeah, All right. got questions for us? I got a lot of questions, so oh, we'll see if we can get goodness. to a few of them. This from Heidi in, I, I is it Savage, Minnesota? It can't be Savage, oh, oh. Minnesota, can it? I don't Could know. Be It'd be a tough place. Uh, she said, hello, I heard, on, and thank you for writing us. I heard on the podcast that either Tom or Don will be traveling to different states to talk. Can you tell me if you will be in Minnesota at all? If so, when and where? Love those guys. Yeah, Tom only travels between no, actually, yeah, Washington and Arizona no, no, yeah, and that. Africa. That's it for Tom. <laughs> oh no, I was gonna, I thought you were going to say between Woodenville and Bellevue. And Bo- Bellevue. That's, that's about it. Um, no, Don is going to be on the road. But I just thought of something. Maybe I'll fly back and meet you somewhere. Well, Why not? I mentioned huh? that. I think I said you should do that. You yeah, should I think it's somewhere. a great idea. Be fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Don is going cross country this summer at some point. I don't know. We are day. working on the route right okay. now. Okay. All right. Debbie and I have the world's largest paper roadmap. <laughs> paper roadmap. Paper. I can you know, you can still those buy things. those. <laughs> it's on. You can buy them on Amazon. Thank you, Amazon, because I wouldn't have known where to get it otherwise. Or whatever it was. No, was... it's a t- Oh, that's from AAA. This is the gigantic tabletop map. It I is love it. huge. It, I mean, it, we have a, a kitchen dining table for six people. Covers it, it covers the entire wow. thing. That's kind of fun. I love maps anyway. I can't so. wait to see what that's going to look like. So are you out of trip. Are you out of Florida yet? Or are you still yes, working? We are out of Florida. Okay. We are. Our first stop is St. Augustine, Florida. Oh, so we already know that then. We know the first stop is St. Augustine because I'm going to go see my kids, my, my son, uh, daughter-in-law and grandkids. And we're going to watch Fourth of July fireworks in St. Augustine. Love That's it. First, first okay, stop. so there will be there will then, be a show from St. Augustine in early July. Maybe I got to look don't at know the, the dates. dates around that. All right, hang on, uh, I don't think there'll be a show from St. Augustine. We might record a podcast. I don't know. See, there'll be shows, and then there'll be re- because we do the show live on Saturday, so there'll be recording podcasts and shows. Then I am going to head north from there. And slightly west. Haven't determined the exact route. Whichever yet. way the wagon trail goes. <laughs> no, it, it it has to do where I I've decided we're going to take this trip very easy. I don't want to drive more than maximum five hours a day towing the trailer. And you are a guy who likes to drive. See, I would yeah. I wouldn't last to about St. Augustine and say, get me on a plane, get me home. But what we're looking at, we're looking at this group, this company called Harvest Hosts. Where, because what you what you look for when you're traveling by trailer is you look for intermediate places to sleep. It's called boondocking. You don't want to go to an RV park and you know pay to plug in and everything. When you're gonna, you're just gonna be there for a night. You you got most trailers and RVs are self contained, good for a couple of nights of of total use. Battery power, water, uh, bathroom, everything you need, kitchen. So um, what I'm looking at is places to boondock. And we've looked at a couple. One was an alpaca farm in uh, Georgia. There's dinner. So might go yeah, there. Okay. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah, roast alpaca. I, <laughs> Yummy. I um, the other is a drive-in theater in in. Oh, that's kind of cool. Georgia or South Carolina? I think it's Beaufort, South Carolina. That where you can park your RV in the back, 
put out your awning, get your chairs out. And set up and watch the film. Set up and watch the film. And it. then close up and go to sleep and get out in the morning. You can spend the night that is, at the I RV. Think that's a terrific at, idea. At the drive-in. So yeah. that's one of them on our list. Then we're going to go to some other place. Uh, we've looked at a couple All things. Right. The winery, okay. And then we're going to go to Asheville. And then we're going to keep going. But you're going to go slightly west north. and north. And you're going to make it to Minnesota is my take. But. Because we well, have a lot of people. Our initial, because we, we have a lot of friends in Minnesota too. So we do we do hope to be in, in Minnesota. Uh, of course, most of our friends live in the Minneapolis area. Tri-state, tri uh, the no, whatever twin it is. Cities. Twin cities. Twin something. cities. I don't know why I came up with tri there, but I'm hoping. I have no idea where that you came weird. up with that, yeah. but you're senior. So we will, uh, when's, when's so the we'll deadline have, to announce the trip, the dates, the places, et cetera. And by the way, July 6th looks problematic because I'm just getting back late that day from my trip to Africa. So is that a set? That's Saturday? a Saturday. So wherever you are, you're gonna have to do the show probably uh, on your own. So I will add that to the list. Six, six will be one of the intermediate stops probably in Georgia or South Carolina. There you go. So, so. figure it out. All right. Well, I'm going to figure okay. it out and I right. will announce so it. I will. When, put when, it up. Bre- oh, can, oh, here's an idea. I'm going to put the make, map up. You could make an announcement at retire meet. Because it'd be a lot of our people will be watching. You know, actually, that might not be a bad idea. Just thought of that. Because I will have the map done by then. Yeah, we'll have the map done by then. I think we should. It's a few weeks away. So Anyway, so yeah. yeah. So was that the question? Yeah, that was the question. All right, here's another question. Here's an actual question. That was more of a let me know, but we'll let you know. Um, Jim from Urbandale, Iowa, says, uh, I have a self-directed portfolio. Is that in the Quad Cities? No, I'm joking. God, I hope I can. I know I'm going to get that one right. Uh, Moline, uh, Davenport. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Well, you know better than me. I have a self-directed portfolio consisting primarily of low-cost index funds, ETFs, F-Z-R-O-X. F-Z-Rocks. F-Z-Rocks. That's, that's one of the freebies from Fidelity, that's right? That's Fidelity Zero Total Market. I-T-O-T? I don't know that one. That's the liquor thing we were talking about, the iTotaler. The I tote. I tote. I tote. Is that a uh, a luggage ETF? No, that's not a luggage ETF. Carry it yourself. Uh and then IXUS. IXUS. I don't did you, know that. Did you did you mean to say ITOT? Oh ITOT. ITOT and IXUS. We already said the Fidelity Free. Okay, so Fidelity Free. The iShares Core S and P Total U S Market Those are Index. The same funds, basically. What's the yeah. What's the other one? I X U S. That must be international. X U S. I'm guessing. Total international. Yeah, I could figure that. Okay, here's okay. the question from Jim. Yeah. Says I tax loss harvest myself over the years. Have six figures worth of losses accumulated that I carry over from year to year. Six figures. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh. Fidelity Either he's ha- very unlucky or he's got a lot of money invested. Yeah. Fidelity has been heavily promoting direct indexing through them to optimize my returns by minimizing my taxes. They're proposing investing in around 250 large cap stocks, mm-hmm. which would be managed by them, including tax loss harvesting. What are your thoughts about this and direct indexing in general? I don't think I've heard this topic recently. We talked about it some time ago, but not recently. Am I going to get in trouble for giving an honest opinion on Uh, this? Because I'm going to give you mine and then you can take yours. Number one, you have to have a pretty sizable question. I know, but I know. But in this case, yes, I'm going to try to preempt you if I can. (laughs) Sorry. I'm being honest here Uh, because we do have a few clients that use direct indexing. 
Mm-hmm. They have very large portfolios mm-hmm. and they're trying to harvest losses to use against future gains. Mm-hmm. And does it work? Yeah, it works. Mm-hmm. Is it for everybody? Nope, mm-hmm. it's not. And should it be used for only a part of your portfolio? Yeah, the rest of it should be in low cost exchange traded funds. Oh, which, okay. All right. The, you don't the put last everything part, in direct indexing. That's no. good. The yeah. last part bailed you out because is 250 stocks enough? No. No. Not for the whole portfolio, but for this part of the portfolio, sure. Okay. 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 So um, the answer is, as Don would like to say, it depends because it depends on the size of your portfolio, your tax situation. It sounds like you've done a good job harvesting yourself. If you have six figures worth of losses, yeah. why do you need a direct index? You already got the that. The fact book. of the matter is there are so many variations on even the total stock market index because you have uh, you have different indexes, which yep. means that they're not identical. They're not identical. So, so yeah. you 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 don't in, you don't come up against the wash sale rule because you can move from you know iShares to uh, FX Rocks or whatever and 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 bounce around. You can go from DFA to Avantis, from Vanguard to uh, to BlackRock. That is absolutely true. And here's the thing. I would it would not, as we've said many times, let the tax tail wag the dog. That's number one. Number two, can you do a better job of harvesting losses when you hold individual securities that way? Absolutely. Better than exchange traded funds? Mm-hmm. You can. But you got to have a big portfolio. You got to have a tax bill that, uh, that maybe needs work. Let's put it that way. And it sounds to me uh, Jim, like you're already taking care of that. So I don't know that you're a great candidate. You know, this is one of those things too that comes up that everybody thinks they need to rush into. That's my worry. Specific cases, sure, but not every not everybody in the world needs to run out and do direct indexing. Let's put it that way. Uh, well, Trevor, and the fees. Yeah. I'm just hold on here. You know, I, like I'm looking at Fidelity's and what is Fidelity charge? Because I think ours be- is fairly inexpensive. It yeah, it looks like actually uh, seventy basis points. Yes, we we don't charge that much, so I know that because I've that seen that does seem features. a little on the that high does, side. Oh that no, that's me. the actively managed strategy. The direct indexing strategy is forty basis points. That seems more typical, yeah. sort of. That, but again, yeah. to me, that's in the realm. I mean, if if you can do a, a reasonable job of it, it's gonna. You've got to get a big tax benefit to to justify that extra third of a percentage don't, point. Do it because it's cool. Don't do it because yep. it's a new thing you got to run into. Totally agree there. And, um, and if you're going to do it, make sure the advisor lays out some actual case study numbers that have been analyzed yeah. and vetted. Totally okay, go agree. Ahead. You got, uh, are, don't Trevor, we done? No, we got one more here, real quick. Trevor Ooh, from what? Dallas, Texas. Okay. Uh, where you're not going to be traveling, right? You're not going there in November. Yeah, no, or that'll be the back way. Wait, you're going through Dallas? You're going to keep the bubble over, though, right? You're not going to open car? Um, okay, so Trevor oh in Dallas, gosh. Texas. That, now, that is just, okay, stop. Stop right there. I... <laughs> All right, Trevor in <laughs> Dallas, Texas. Uh, I'm getting close to being able to max out either my Roth IRA or my HSA uh, health savings account. I'm wondering which one I should max out first. Oh my gosh, I don't know why we quibble over this minutia, but uh, since it is likely to remain longer and less likely to be used sooner, that just follows, doesn't it? I I guess the Roth. I'm going, what do you go with? I'm going I'm with, the go with the Roth. I'm going to go with the Roth because, you know, HS, just, it would be ahead a of me. 
<laughs> but I would do that before in a general sense. I did a health savings account contribution generally. Yeah. So. Okay. It's, yeah. it's, it's what you just said about the permanence of it makes total sense. That's money that's going to be set aside for many years until you retire and start drawing it out tax free. So, and I know the benefits of an HSA, so we don't have to get an argument actually, about that. Yeah, they're, they're actually they're in a way a little bit better, shorter term, yeah, you know, right away they're better. They are. They're right away yes, they better. Are. Yeah. Um, and, but that raises the point. If you think you're going to need it in some way, then yeah, I build up that HSA. And, but we never know, by the way, because we don't know when we might get sick. But if you didn't feel like you had enough the thing, there. The, the other thing, anyway, though, so. is with an HSA, it, it, because it's a, an HSA, a big chunk of it should be invested very, very conservatively. Absolutely. 110%. Whereas the Roth yep. can be invested aggressively from the get go if you have a long time frame and the right attitude and the right, you know. Good point. Profile. Yep. Yep. Anyway. So there isn't a right or wrong, but I would probably favor the Roth IRA. So, oh, and there by the way, speaking it. of favoring, you yeah. know, you can now go online and you can register for the virtual Retire Me 2024 coming up Is on it, February wait, 24th. Do I not have to come since it's virtual? It's like oh, all AI. Don't so we're just, I won't. Just, we'll see. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Don McDonald. Yeah, and really now, ladies and little. gentlemen, Dom, and then you don't show up. Paul will come out and take your part anyway. I'm just going to go into chat GPT and say, create a video of Don <laughs> McDonald making a presentation. So Paul Merriman's already volunteered to take anybody's spot who won't don't do it. It's all good. <laughs> just it, do the day. It, it just He would. I've seen oh, him do it. Oh, I'm day. bringing more numbers. He's got launched I'm this small bring cap more value numbers. from 1970 through 73. <laughs> Check this number out. Uh, uh, Paul will be there. Don will be there. I will be there. Yeah. Lots of great people will be at Weston Wellington from Dimension. The list is long and distinguished. The yeah, topics but, are critical. But, but, yes. But unlike last year's virtual version, this year is going to cost you five bucks. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. So it's five whole dollars. And guess what? We're not keeping it because Don says, no. I got enough. Isn't that what you said? Mm I don't need Jeff Bezos kind of money, but no. Okay. No, I could use a little more, a little more, but in this case, he's not going to get the more. It's actually going to, uh, two charities that, uh, that work, uh, helping people with financial literacy. So it's a good cause. So anyway, sign up, retire me 2024. That's February 24th. If you live in the Puget sound, come and see us in person. We have a few, very few tickets left. And if you're somewhere else, you can take it all in online, easy, and it looks great. We look better from distance anyway. Retiremeat, yeah. Retiremeat.com. Retiremeat.com. Thank you all for being a part of our little meet and greet here that we do on a regular basis. We call it a podcast, but it's really just a gathering of people trying to make the financial future brighter for as many as we possibly can by doing something very important, and that is talking real money. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast were current on the date recorded. Opinions, estimates, forecasts, and statements of financial market trends that are based on current market conditions constitute our judgment and are subject to change without notice, including any forward-looking estimates or statements which are based on certain expectations and assumptions. Although information and opinions given have been obtained from or based on sources believed to be reliable, no warranty or representation is made as to their correctness, completeness, or accuracy. Information presented on the podcast is not personalized investment advice from Appella Wealth. The views and strategies described may not be suitable for everyone. This podcast does not identify all the risks, direct or indirect, or other considerations which might be material to you when entering any financial transaction. Past performance does not guarantee future results, and profitable results cannot be guaranteed. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. 
the podcast is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Wealth, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Please see Appella Wealth's ADV Part 2A on our website for information regarding Appella's fees and services. Appella Capital, LLC, DBA Appella Wealth, is an investment advisory firm registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission. The firm only transacts business in the states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempt from registration requirements. Registration with the SEC or any state securities authority does not imply a certain level of skill or training. Appella does not provide tax or legal advice, and nothing either stated or implied here should be inferred as providing such advice. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and important disclosure related to performance of any specific index or fund quoted in this podcast. I think I need a nap.